Christ, you people suck. <laughs> wow. Wolverine wanted to be a Episode of M4G Radio, and it's. I don't know if we consider this part one or part two. The game of the year individual crossover. List. crossover. Cro- yeah, we had a crossover event with Phoenix Down. That's right. It's like a, one of those comic book things. <laughs> We're meeting, meeting worlds colliding. Yep. The multiverse, the multiverse. has begun. So. Drew recorded his show, and we're recording this show, and they will both be going up this week, so that's going to be about four solid hours of podcasting for you to listen to, to get the full wow. top ten games of the year for everybody on staff, minus John and Dave, because they are some lazy some bitches. Can't even oh, send lists. Dicks. <laughs> but anyway, with us, we have Jason. Greetings, programs. We have Ryan. Hi. Hi. We got Drew back. Drew's going to come on for both. Yeah, some badass like that. You're a masochist. Uh-huh. And we have Justin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> did you just snap into a Slim Jim? I did. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's just get right to this. And we're going to start with Jason because I think I have the wrap it up music cued for you. <laughs> <laughs> But well, we're going to start with you and your wonderful list of games of the year. Um, and you could do it however you want. I don't know how you have your list structured. Um, but we'd like to go from 10 up, and then if you have anything honorable mention or disappointments, you can say those first. Okay. Um, let's see here. Um, I'd like to give an, an honorable mention to uh, uh, Bayonetta 2. I'll boo on you. Um, <laughs> Here we go. It's already It's going to start, son. I'm already it's crying. Uh, th- this this is only because um, I didn't even play the full version of the game, and what I played was literally minutes of of worth of the game. And the thing is, it was a, it was enough to know that the game was going to be incredibly fantastic, but. I would I would like to play at least maybe an hour before I would have you know integrated it into into my uh my top 10. All right. So well, that's acceptable it, if you just it, played the it, demo. It, yeah. It and it wasn't even the full of it, demo. It was li- there was literally a couple minutes. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well then I'll, I will but, accept uh, that answer. Okay. And um <laughs> And let's see here. Also, honorable mention, um, uh, Guilty Gear. Exard. Um, Exard. Exard. Yep. 
and uh, pretty much the same reason, except I played I played it a little bit more than uh, than Bayonetta. So that's a that's a cool game, and um, and then I also have the the honorable turd of the year. <laughs> okay, and uh, that goes to uh, Tenkai Knights for the 3DS. <laughs> um, literally one of the worst games I've played in um, probably decades. Holy shit. That's wow. pretty bad. Yeah. I. Uh... Are you sure you played Destiny? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, God. You knew it was coming, Drew. You knew it was coming. And so, and so it begins. I know. I'm just having fun. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, Ted Kai Knight's Turd of the Year. So, uh, Turn of the year. Yeah, so that's my, that's my other honorable mention. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I'd call it honorable, but that's fine. Dishonorable mention. Yeah. There you go. But uh, all right, are we going into the ten? Yes. So we're going to number ten. Yeah. Keep in mind, uh, there's a couple of ports um, that are part of my top ten, uh, but they are pretty much the the original incarnation of them on a new system, despite the fact that they were released probably a year or two beforehand on other platforms. I'd almost guarantee that almost everybody, everybody has, has one of those on their list, so it's a fine. I actually purposely excluded those, so maybe really? I need to change my list a little bit. Oh, okay, well. Well, you got time, so go ahead. <laughs> All right. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Let's see here. Number 10, Super Smash Bros. for the 3DS. Oh, snappy went that route. Yes. And I picked this game because it combines both the awesomeness that is Smash Bros. and the, the, the actual chaos of the game. Um... And the audacity for Nintendo to release a game of such epic levels on a portable system, portable device, and gave it the, you know, gave it the red carpet treatment. And uh, I think it's uh, I think it's fantastic. However, I do feel that it is a flawed. Experience, not because of the game itself, but because of the platform, and that, that has to do with the, uh, the over reliance on the on the uh, the the move disc, circle disc that you that you have to use. Um, if if you were able to use like the D pad, I feel that. Um, it wouldn't have been as bad, but um, when I play when I play the game on 3DS, I feel like I have to constrain myself because I'd be afraid that I would accidentally be one of the many who basically destroyed their analog circle nub, and uh, and when a, when a game like you know, I mean. I'm not rough with electronics most of the time, but 
when you have like people in Japan by the dozens breaking their breaking their own 3DS systems within like 24 hours of a game's launch, that kind of says something about how the game itself has over reliance on on something that's not quite as stable as a full blown analog stick. So I feel that but just because of the the platform itself and uh also the fact that the game is uh incredibly chaotic um characters becoming you know mere pixels tall on a portable platform it 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 can make for a irritating experience but as a game it is really good all right so that's pretty much uh smash bros on 3ds for you number nine number nine is an early early 2014 release a lot of people uh including myself ironically just because the fact that i'm actually a fan big fan of this of this series is the uh the the PSN downloadable title Strider. I now, forgot that game came out this year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I beat that game and I forgot it came out this year. Yeah, I mean it's I, I feel that okay. Strider has to be one of my favorite uh, single player action games from the 80s and 90s of all time. It's uh I was I was completely captivated by this game when the when it when its original arcade incarnation landed um due to the fact that the character that you played was a incredibly uh, uh you know hyperkinetic athletic ninjutsu guy with a sword that literally could cut through anything. I mean, in the whole game, like, giant robots would fall um, before your sword in, in, in mere seconds. And um, I loved the power that the uh, the game would give you as you're playing the game. And I also loved the uh, the verticality of of the way that it was played as well, how it wasn't just scrolling from left to right left to right it also you know had lots of uh, vertical scrolling and um and also of course the uh the uh the famous uh gravity core balls which uh literally throws your character in a uh, kind of a loop-de-loop fall kind of a are you talking about the old one or the new one the the old one yeah this is kind of a build up to the new one um i was gonna say but, because that's the, never mind the, the the new one the new one's execution um, is essentially a hybrid of the arcade and the original NES version of the game, which was more of a um, action adventure game than just a straight up action arcade game. And uh, I think it took both formulas, and I think it really went ran with it. Um, the the game feels incredible as you're playing it. Um, however, there were a few things that kind of got my nerves, like 
some of the some of the bosses uh, were irritating. Um, a lot of mid bosses would respawn, and you'd have to because it took on a almost uh, Castlevania uh, feel, and a, a lot of the mini bosses would actually like respawn, and you'd have to refight them um, over again just for the fact that you're trying to uh, look for something, uh, traverse previously visited areas. Um, and some of the bosses were kind of um, ir- irritating to uh, to fight because it, the, the the power that I felt when I would be playing the original arcade version it was was kind of lost, uh, and it, it made your character more um, susceptible to harm. And uh, even though that's a good thing for challenge and stuff like that. Um, in the original arcade version, usually the challenges came with the actual platforming. Um, the risk of uh, falling to your death was a, was a big reason that you would die in the original arcade version. Whereas in this, it, it actually became more uh, about the characters that could kill you because um, there really wasn't any um, falling deaths in, the, uh, in this new arc- incarnation. But I do feel that it's a pretty good trade-off. But uh, it, it's just really good game. I like how it has uh, homages to the original version. The the, uh, the uh, centipede boss uh, created out of a council of a cybernetic men that would literally transform into a giant centipede. And this was before the human centipede. This is the original. We don't human speak centipede. of the human centipede. Yes, but it's kind, of, it's kind of funny that this kind of may have given them an idea. But anyway, um, it's a, it's a it's a good game. It's a really good action adventure downloadable game for your new current system consoles. Let's move it on, number eight. All right, number eight. This game, I must say, would be higher on the list if I would have played more than what I've played. And this game is Shadows of Mordor. And I feel that this game is a really, really fantastic game. Um, I feel that, in a way, on my on my list, it's, it's cheap... It, it's cheated on because I, I spent a lot more time on other games and one um, game. Well, yeah, one game, but, uh, it is, it is a very good game. Um, you could say that, well, everybody, everybody pretty much says that it's a, uh, kind of like Arkham city meets Assassin's Creed. Um, but but I I do feel that it has its own identity beyond that because the uh, the Nemesis system I think was a really awesome Im- implementation into it where you know y- you actually have uh, you can actually have the thirst for revenge as your as the lead character of the game um, you can literally avenge your own death. Um, while at the same time the difficulty uh, ramps up, um, just pertaining to that individual that that took you out originally, 
as they become more powerful, um, especially if they repeatedly uh, kill you over and over again. So, um, game looks fantastic. Uh, the lore of the game, I'm a little bit iffy on. It's really well done, really well executed. It's just, as, as a fan of the Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit, it, it was it was kind of difficult for me to really like kind of pinpoint the the reason why the game kind of happens and when the game happens. Uh, but other than that, I think it's a I think it's a really great game. I think it captures the feel of Middle Earth, um, especially of like uh, the areas like close to Mordor where it feels dark and decrepit. And uh, it's, it's really cool. Uh, the orcs have a lot of personality, I feel. And uh, um, I definitely will need to put more time in the, on this game um, and the upcoming new year. All right, number seven. Number seven. It's a game that is real early, 2014, and uh, this is the PlayStation 4 version of Tomb Raider. Okay. It's a good game. Yeah. <clears throat> I will say that I, I personally think that, personally, this is the best Tomb Raider game. Um... I now think you don't the, get to play the sequel, bitch. Ah, 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 ah. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. For a limited time. <laughs> don't get to play it, man. <laughs> we'll tell you how good it is next year. It won't be in your 2015 top 10 games. I'll tell you that yeah. much. <laughs> it might have to wait till 2016. Exclusive, motherfucker. Yep. <laughs> but but uh, this game... I. I I, I really really enjoyed. Um, I think the um, they actually made uh, Lara Lara Croft into a into an actual. Um, uh, they they made her feel more real and more emotionally engaged with the player. Um, whereas before, like on other games, I mean, it's nice to have you know an overly confident. Um, an infallible um, main lead character who is like picture perfect. Uh, the original um, Tomb Raider is almost like a uh, combatant Mary Sue equivalent. Um, it's like she's all already like you know the most perfect you know female character ever uh, from from the push of start. And uh, in this game, I really, I really like how she's she feels real. She feels she feels uh, innocent, thrown into this uh, chaotic and incredibly violent uh, portrayal of um, of the new Tomb Raider universe. And except for that part where she shoves the shotgun up the guy's throat. Yeah, I mean, there's a couple. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Your brains are on the wall. I'm sorry. But yeah, I, I think it's I think it's pretty interesting how uh, 
you start off incredibly your, your character starts off incredibly scared in the game and she slowly uh because of necessity she becomes more of a of a warrior and uh i i like i like the dynamic i like how the character not just you know statistically not just um you know not just because you got the power up or or a new item that you're all of a sudden I'm a better warrior now type of type of uh, syndrome that that's kind of a trope in uh in video games overall I I like how she emotionally uh starts to evolve you know and she's a she's a flawed character and I feel that it makes the game even more fantastic right. and and not to the mention stuff like all like the the nature itself the the environments were really incredible um I like how you can hunt creatures using your bow I think that's uh pretty pretty nice so Tomb Raider really good game really good uh adventure game all right let's keep it rolling number six number six is kind of a repeat of the list already but it's the superior version. And that is Super Smash Bros. for the Wii U. Hmm. That's interesting. It was like the same game. I kind of feel that it's... Because it's not not a port of either or. They have the same roster of characters. But... but, but What is it? What's a roster? Roster. Okay. Schedule. Yeah. <laughs> Schedule. 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 Yeah, it's got it's got the same characters and uh, uh, similar levels, but I feel that, that both versions are are different enough to almost um, instead of being straight up ports, they're kind of a alternate dimension version of each of what if the same game was made by. What <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, the Wii U version is hands down the superior version. Uh, I feel like I could actually uh, cut loose and play the game without worrying about destroying my uh, controller. It's because you need a GameCube controller. Yeah, GameCube can. I, I have a GameCube tr- GameCube controller. I have a few of them, but I I would love to have that adapter, but unfortunately, I don't. Nice thing to have. You know why you don't? Why is that? Because they stopped making them. I, yes. But, uh, hopefully, hopefully they'll, uh, make some more. But this game is fantastic. Smash Bros. has never looked better. Has never played quite as better. And also, the fact that you have eight player Smash Brothers is absolutely insane. It makes an insane concept actually jump the shark in its own insanity. Alright, let's roll on. Number five. Number five is Diablo 3. That's a game that's really good. Yes. It is the king. The king. The ultimate evil edition. Yes. It, it is, it is the quintessential top-down action 
RPG game. And uh, I love it. It's fantastic. I need to I need to get back into it. I need to play more of it. Um, I do like how there's layers and layers and layers of systems in the game of um, like the armor and items that you encounter, uh, the ability to uh, equip jewels to your armors and weapons to, to give them extra layers of sometimes mechanics or or boosting of their stats. Um, I love the environments of the game. Uh, the, the graphics are really good. Multiplayer is incredible. Um, what else is there to say, really? It's except, uh, yeah, it's, it's freaking Diablo. But, uh, moving on to number four. Number four is a game that you could, anybody could pretty much just jump right into and start having a fun time almost instantly. No matter who you are. And that is a little game called Mario Kart 8. Yeah. This game is incredibly fun. My wife and I, uh, we play it quite a bit. And uh, uh, looking forward to the to the, the other DLC pack. And... Um, Game is so incredible. It's like an explosion of color. It's uh, it plays really well. Um, the blue shell can suck it. Not if you got the horn. Uh, you can finally true. combat the blue shell for the first that, time in history. That is true. But uh, always, my luck when I get that is nobody has a blue shell you as just hold I, it you hold that shit if you're in first place <laughs> you just hold that you don't let go of the horn if you're in first place and you get one yeah i also have bad timing when it comes to the blue shell as well yeah you kind of have to you have to use it when the blue shell is really close and i usually screw up on that part so it's uh it's nice that you could that you could you know combat the blue shell, but yeah you have to you have to be uh you have to be really good with it. So, um, but uh yeah the new Mario Kart game, incredible. It's 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 a, it's a party on a disc. I mean if you have lots of people over, you know, it it you, with Smash Brothers you kind of have to like explain quite a bit about the game. Uh, but with with Mario Kart, I feel that there's you know it, you can kind of just jump right in. Be like, yeah, that's that's the gas button. Hit it and you go. There shouldn't even be a brake button in Mario Kart. I'm just gonna put that out there. Yeah, I don't ever use it. Yeah, I I rarely use it as well. I, I and when I do use it, it, it's it's like barely tapping it when I go into a tight turn. But that's about it. But um, yeah, that game's great. All right, uh, so here we go. Top three. Top three. Number three. Bravely Default for the 3DS. It's the second or third time that game's made an appearance. Yes. Third time. Third time. And uh, this game is really incredibly awesome. It's uh, the premier portable RPG for the 3DS. Uh it, it it reminds the player if if you're a big fan of Square Enix games, it reminds it reminds the RPG fan that Square Enix 
used to be an incredibly awesome company that were they were always on the uh the the forefront of RPGs not just uh not just structurally or system wise but also uh the concepts the stories the characters the systems the the brave and default system that uh that is employed is really incredible so uh, that's how I uh, that's how I feel about this game. All right, number two. Number two is a game that is also another downloadable title, and <clears throat> if you don't have a Wii U, you'll be able to enjoy it um, very soon on your on your PS4. I don't, I don't know if it's coming out for Xbox. Uh, it's, but... it's just PlayStation. PlayStation. PS Vita, PS3, and PS4. I know what game you're talking about. That's the same I know. Part. Yeah. <laughs> I know and uh, this game is a little game called Shovel Knights. Which you Shovel can Knight. also play it on the PC. Everybody always forgets about the fucking PC. That's where I played it. <laughs> That's I mean. where I played it, too. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, this game is... Uh, it takes the best elements of... Specifically, in my opinion, uh, old Konami games and uh, old Capcom games. It's to, to, and to me, Capcom and Konami are were the two best um, '80s video game developers outside of Nintendo themselves. Um, I, I feel that this game is a literally a love letter to '80s gaming. And we've seen lots of games over the past few years that have imitated uh, 80s graphics, um, aesthetics, um, the systems, gameplays. But it seems like there was always something a little bit off about those games. Uh, whether this, the, the fact that the, the gameplay um, didn't quite feel as good, um, that the actual structure of the game just just didn't, you know, d- just didn't do anything for me. Uh, but Shovel Knight was literally like a, a blast from the past, um, combining the best elements of uh, like Mega Man, uh, Castlevania, DuckTales, which was a fantastic, mm. Ooh. Uh, and even a, a little bit of uh, the best elements, of, I guess, of Zelda 2, you know. So... Yeah, there's everything in that. Mario Brothers Three is basically the map. You yeah, know, it's it's nuts how 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 good that game is. Yeah, especially for especially for a Kickstarter game, which I said you know when I heard oh it's a Kickstarter game, I'm just kind of like uh huh, yeah, I'm not playing that. The only Kickstarter game I've been super hyped about is Mighty Number no. Nine. So well, you're going to be hyped for that for another four years. I know until he's done. Doing yeah. Kickstarters for DLC, motherfucker. I swear to God, hey, man. I, I backed <sighs> Shovel Knight, so you can all thank me for supporting it. Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Heck yeah. I'm going to play some more of that game. <laughs> all but, right, uh, so we're going to do number one, huh? Yeah, number one is is a little game that I play a lot of. Lords of Shadow 2. Oh. <laughs> 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 Uh, no, 
this game is uh, it's Destiny. Destiny is my number number one game of the year. I was kind of conflicted at first as to whether I would have it to be my number one, just because I know that it's it's not quite what everybody was wanting it to be. Perhaps not quite what is that what I was expecting. Um, but at the same time, the sheer amount of time that I put that I put on this game, and that I that I actually think about this game when I'm not playing it, um, I, I feel that it would have been a disservice to the game if I wouldn't have said that it was my number one because. I feel that I, I don't think I've ever played a video game as much as this one. In terms of straight up raw time spent playing, uh, I never really got into World of Warcraft. I I, I played it. I, I've bought um, uh, monthly memberships like maybe two two or three times. Uh, for a while, uh, never really allowed myself to get to get real addicted to it. I I know that I would have if if I allowed myself to. Um, uh, lots of RPGs that I've played. Uh, there's only maybe a couple that have exceeded a hundred hours of gameplay for me. Um, but this game. This game takes the, the cake hands down of how much time I've actually spent playing it, and I really enjoy it um, for its uh, for its. And I, I feel that the game is great. Uh, I feel that even some of the flawed systems of the game, in kind of a grand scheme, like looking almost looking at it, you know. Uh, it, it's a it's a game that makes me want to kind of become more involved in what goes into the game making process and the reason why they make certain decisions that they did. Because Activision told them they had to launch it in September. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's true. Um, it, it for as stingy as some of the content and DLC is, I still that I feel I still feel that I've greatly, immensely got my money's worth from this game. It's all that matters. So, and I love the world of the game. I love um, the setting. I love the lore of the game, despite the fact that there's a gaping hole of a uh, narrative. Um, but I see lots of potential for this um, this game and this franchise going going forward, and uh, and it is it is hands down my 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 favorite game of the entire year. And maybe even a little bit more than that when I think of it on the grand 
the grand scheme of my whole gaming career. All right. So that that concludes my uh, my top ten games of the year. All right. Well, we're out of time, so nobody else gets to do one. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to move on to Justin so that uh, Ryan has a few more minutes to pick up his list. And we'll probably hit okay. Drew last because, Drew, you already done yours on the other show. So, I, I Yeah, my, my list you. is done. I, you guys, whenever you're ready. Okay. okay. Well, I can we'll... already tell you that, that I'm going to be very, very sim- somewhat quick. So, Well, you... <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Okay, let me start off. By the worst games I played of 2014, just two of them that I absolutely detest, uh, and I will just briefly mention them: Magus on the PS3, literally one of the worst RPGs I've ever played. I've never heard of it. I've never heard it, of it either. It, thank goodness the stars. Look it up online. It's like a third-person <laughs> shooter, but it's RPG with stats, and it's absolutely horrible. It is so bad. Um, it's so bad. I almost want to play it now. (laughs) No, I know. It's one of those so bad you have to play it. It's on PS3 downloadable or you can buy it. It's like 14 bucks now. And it was published, I think, by Arcus, Arcus Systems or, or, uh, Arcus or whatever you call them. Arcus? Yeah, they published it. And I was like, what the, what were you thinking? (laughs) So do some research on it, but it's, it's horrible. Um, and the other game that was absolutely horrible for me was a game, a horror game called Daylight. It was like, yeah, oh, we're gonna have God. procedurally generated, uh, you know, you know, first person exploration, and it turned into like hide and seek. It was just horrible. Is that the like game a, that Jessica Chobot worked on? Yeah, she did the voice. Yeah, it was. Everything. I thought horrible. she wrote it. <clears throat> Either way, it's crap. I, I I reviewed it. It's been on my hard drive on the PS4 for like six deleted. months. And I've never played delete it. it. <laughs> uh, it's it's bad, man. And then when you beat it, you're like, what was this about? I don't know. Who knows. I was expecting um, a natural doctrine to be on yours. You know that was getting there, but it's, these two <laughs> took the cake. So uh, now for my honorable mentions, I just have five. I just want to mention quickly because they didn't make it on my top ten, but I did really enjoy them to an extent. But there was nag- you know there's little n- nagging issues that just prevented me from putting them. And uh, it's gonna be Sunset Overdrive. Really fun, obviously. Cool, care- colorful characters, etc. But felt it was mi- it was kind of lacking in mission structure. Um, and a pull to play it for some reason for me. Uh, Child of Light, another awesome game. Um, it, it's I, I like it, but I get tired of the rhyming. But it's very it's a very fantasy whimsical game, very enjoyable, and it's f- surprisingly from Ubisoft. Uh, so next to Shadows of Mordor, again a game I like. It's open world, but still I think mission variety is crap. Combat's great, uh, settings cool, but. Expo- the, the environment and the mission structure, meh. Uh, next would be Fantasy Life. That one was a surprise for me. It's Animal Crossing meets an RPG, basically, but less Harvest Moon like Room Factory. So, And then last but not least on honorable mentions is Destiny because I love the play, the gameplay, but I hated the setting and the story and the problems it has. But we've all discussed that. We beat that, that like, horse to death. Yeah, we've beaten that horse, <laughs> yeah. to, horse to death. So, that, that horse been dead for two months. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yep. exactly. So, and I ain't unbearing that bitch. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. So, my number ten, and this kind of came out of a shock for me, was uh, Valiant Hearts: The Great War, another game by Ubisoft. Um, came out a while ago, and I played it because uh, it was on sale on PS4. And it's like a side-scrolling uh, puzzle game, kind of, but set in like the World War. And I don't know. It's just something about that game. 
just totally threw me into it. I wanted to play it. It's got like doesn't really have a lot of dialogue other than a narrator, but the characters convey their emotions via grunting noises and and other things and you know little smirks and stuff. And I don't know, just that was a big surprise for me. I always wanted to try it. Finally got it for a cheap price. Turned into something I thought was just amazing. So that's my number ten. Number eight. What about number this nine? Is a, or no, number nine. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you tried to go too fast, man. Sorry, no, no, no. no my number, my number nine is going to be Mario Kart Eight. It's because I read the eight on Mario Kart. That's oh, okay. So uh, you know, Mario Kart has been around the block since Super Nintendo, and obviously, it's it's just one of those all time fun games. Whether you're you know one version might have something better than the other, and uh, you know this one is just again, it just it comes out, it blew me away graphically. Gameplay wise, you know, you've got your glider, you got your hover stuff. It's just one of those games that keeps on giving. And no matter how many iterations that the game has, it's always like very pick up and play. And of course, we already talked about the blue shell, but now you can you can go against it. So hey, it's in my in my in my thoughts, that's an improvement. You know, you can actually go against that thing. So you that's know. right. But we all, yeah, you know, the horn. Um, okay, now now number eight. eight. <laughs> it's gonna be Hyrule Warriors. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, Hyrule Warriors is obviously like a extension of Dynasty Warriors for Nintendo, but it's it's Zelda and you get to be Zelda and Link and all these characters and set in the Zelda world and of course it's a ton of hack and slashing and repetitiveness. But um I don't know. I I've I've never I wasn't a fan of Dynasty Warriors games when I was younger, but as I've gotten older and played the newer ones, I've really really gotten into the Samurai Warrior games and Dynasty Warriors. But I've never had a, a series that I actually yeah. I never <laughs> I never had a series, though, that it worked with. Like, you know, they had the One Piece version and everything. But I've never had a series that I love that they, they mixed with until now. So it ultimately makes it my favorite Warriors game because it's a, it's, it's using, it's using Zelda as its background and its, its characters. And, and so that's like a win-win for me. It's like, love Zelda. I really enjoy Dynasty Warriors. Put them together. It's my favorite Warriors game so far. So. And that music. Oh, yeah. And, and then I haven't even touched the DLC. So, you know, there's so much. So much content already. So, all right, number seven is a game that has been mentioned already as well, and it is a you know re-release. It's the Diablo Three Ultimate Evil Edition. Now, there's been a lot of great games that have been remastered, that, you know, or re-released, like you know, The Last of Us or the Metro games and, and and Tomb Raider, and those are all fantastic. But Diablo keeps bringing me back, and it's so easy to pick up and play, and it's like the definitive console edition. There's, it's been in my rotation of games all through the year, so it lands it in my top spot. All right. Ready for this one? Number six. You ready for number six? I'm ready. I don't think anybody else will have my this My body's oh, ready. Nobody's going to have this on. Okay, Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze. That game is so good. It is. <laughs> it's beautiful. It's it's challenging. It's forgotten by most people because it came out like at the beginning of the year. Uh, but as far as platformers go... It's hard to beat this year, like for pure straight up platforming. Um, it, was this, what just, was this on? Was this Wii on U. Wii U? Okay, yeah. Wii yeah. U. Yes, uh, fantastic soundtrack. Um, you know the co op, and it's just again, it's like I, I know I have a lot of Nintendo stuff on here, which is kind of surprising, but not. Um, they had the best because, fucking games this well, year. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I mean they had a lot of great games, and uh, even though I never actually beat this one, I got I got pretty pretty good length into it months ago i need to put it back in but it's just one that's 
I'm always reminding myself I need to get back into this because it was just so fun, so colorful. And again, that music is just like, oh. oh, oh, oh. Um, all right, so number five. Uh, this was a game I was waiting for like for the longest time since they announced it. And while I didn't think it was the best ever, I still have put probably 30 hours into it uh, through a couple playthroughs in the New Game Plus, and that's the Evil Within. So we had Shinji Mikami bring out Evil Within. You know, basically it's RE4 with a mindfuck. Um, and, and it's to me, it's it's in, it's five. It's right in the middle because, again, I don't think it's the best, but I don't think it's. Um, I don't know. It's just something about it. I I can keep playing it, and I think it's the combat. Really, it's got that RE4 style combat and the upgrading, and that was just addictive to me. And playing through it again, so that's why it takes number five. Now we're getting closer to number three, but Oops. we're gonna go four right now. Obviously, well, clearly, <laughs> yeah, clearly. <laughs> and the number four is gonna be South Park and the Stick of Truth. Yeah. Uh, this game also came out early in the year, and. You know, it's always kind of a worry when, A, you have an Obsidian game come out because their games are known for being uh, good but glitchy. And uh, I did not have very many glitches with the PC version I played, so I was fairly had a fairly smooth experience. But uh, I've never played a licensed game that I think felt just like what it's licensing. Like, this is, like, by and large, a South Park episode that you interact with, but it's all set with an RPG setting. It's not the longest RPG. It's not the hardest RPG. It's not the most in-depth RPG. It's like Paper Mario in a lot of ways in its style. But, man, is it hilarious. And I think I laughed the hardest this year playing that game. I mean, I was in tears. And I don't want to spoil moments for people, but it, you, you guys, have you, you know what I'm talking oh, about. There's various moments. Oh, just, there's tons yeah, of hilarious. moments in that game. Yes, yes. Um, so, yeah, going on. <laughs> I haven't even beat the game. I've only made it probably as far as like story wise, got maybe three hours into it. But I just remember oh, you need that, you need to that, play that game. I know the, there's that one scene where you're in the alien spaceship, <laughs> and Randy is like, says, "Hey, get me out of here!" And I start hitting buttons. <laughs> he keeps fucking up and shoving shit up his ass. <laughs> Yeah. Like, just wait till you, yeah, please don't do that again. Yeah, just yeah, wait yeah, till yeah. you shrink down and go in the bedroom. That one. Oh, yeah, that's that ah. scene. Oh yeah. god. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's the one that always kills me. That in the uh, the clinic later. Oh uh, that god, that is. Oh, yeah. you got to play it, Drew. It's got some of the most memorable moments in a game. Yeah, uh, sick I and planned, hilarious. I plan to play that at the beginning of the year. And Canada uh, is the greatest thing ever. It's it's so good. So um, moving on to number three. Now I had a hard time choosing out of the top three the order they go in, but I finally nailed it down. So here we go. Number three is Bayonetta two. Fuck yeah, this game, <laughs> this game sat on my shelf for a month or so before I kicked it open, and once I did, my balls dropped. It was like <laughs> <laughs> this game's first level slash you know intro level boss beats most games final bosses and that's not a joke like it's it's a it's crazy how much the platinum games like pushes themselves to just go over the top and i yeah i haven't even beat it i think i'm halfway through now and but still it's it's a ride and a half and yeah i i've played you know i've been playing games since i was a kid and you know you always love like especially on super nintendo era genesis you get like those crazy big bosses and you know, the elaborate and crazy stuff's going on. It's usually that's like the final boss. Nope, Bayonetta 2's like, we're going to give you one of these like every level. Here you go. Yeah, pretty Here much. You go. 
and and you know, and that's just talking about that. You get the combat system, which is super smooth, super in depth. Tons of just moves, variations of moves, new weapons. It it's probably the best uh, game of its type. Uh, you know, Devil May Cry, those kind of games. It's it's just so it's so good. <laughs> it's hard. It it's hard to it's, it's hard good. to explain exactly why. But I tell you, I seriously, I popped that game in my balls dropped for the second time in my life. So, um, <laughs> moving moving. <laughs> Moving on to number two, funny that this is number two, because uh, this was also the other number two, Shovel Knight. Uh, Shovel Knight, as we've already said, is great. Uh, it was a Kickstarter. I, it was one of the few Kickstarters I have actually backed. I think I've only done two or maybe three. And, uh, I mean, I, there's not much more that can be said about the game, but I will say from a personal experience, this brought me back to my childhood in a way that most games have, have yet to ever do. There's usually the games that do bring me back to my childhood are by Nintendo. Uh, to this day and so they were able to touch on that and uh it's just a it's a classic i don't think i'll ever think shovel knight's bad or not want to play it it's a mixture of like mega man and all that stuff as we mentioned so high up on the list and it's coming out for the vita and psn in the future with with kratos in it you know the fresh maker so (laughs) (laughs) so so that'll get me to double dip probably i mean i already have it on pc and the 3ds so yeah and now, the 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 number one I know what for is. me is Dragon Age Inquisition. Yeah, and it's I haven't even beat this sucker, but that's just because it's so fucking big. I don't know if anybody's um, ever beat that game. Yeah, no, they, I, Jay's beat it. They yeah, probably Jay's think beat they beat it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean. You know, I was a fan of Dragon Age 1, and I was even a fan of 2 to an extent. Like, I, I really harped on it uh, a lot when it came out just because I was really disappointed with a lot of things. But fundamentally, I thought, you know, the combat and some of its cast was great, which is one of the main reasons I play Dragon Age. They're, they're characters in, the, you know, in uh, Bioware. They do great casts, uh, great characters, and that's kind of what really pulls you half into the world. But... Uh, this one, I, did, I never expected to say that a Dragon Age could compare with the size of something like Skyrim or Oblivion. And so I'm, I was wrong. This, is, this game has got so much content. Um, I mean, I think I'm like 25 hours into it now. And I, I've, just, I've not even barely touched the story other than like the first act. Um, but that's just a testament to the game. The world's beautiful. The combat's fast. Uh, efficient. Uh, it's just it's pretty to look at. It's fun and easy to play. For people that aren't into the genre, it can be maybe a little confusing because there is literally so much to do. But I, I just I don't know, man. This this game really took me by surprise. Even though I was expecting greatness, I got amazing awesomeness. And uh, yeah, so that's why it's my number one. All right. Yeah. So let's move on to the wombats. Okay. So I'm going to throw some honorable mentions out there. Do it. Um, <clears throat> my first honorable mention is going to be uh, Diablo Ultimate Evil Edition because I had Diablo 3 on my game of the year list last year, and I ain't no punk-ass bitch. Um, <laughs> what the fuck? So um, you can't be on my game of the year list with the same game two years in a row, even if you're a re-release. It's not really a re-release. They re- they released hey, Reaper of Souls hey, this year. Hey Drew, punk ass bitch. <laughs> um, I, I, I fully admit that I'm a punk ass bitch. <laughs> I think I just choked I, to death. I absolutely love Diablo. Okay, next honorable mention 
is Metal Gear Solid Ground Zeroes because it's not a full game and I ain't no punk ass bitch. <laughs> I'm sensing a theme here. That needs to be the tagline. It was still fun. Yeah, <laughs> we can't it have was a still demo. Fun. We can't have a demo on a top ten list. But it was an hour and a half long, and I ain't no punk ass. Your bitch. number one better be really good, or oh, you're gonna be good. a punk ass bitch. <laughs> um. Next honorable mention uh, was Steam World Dig because it's got robots in it, and I ain't no punk ass bitch. <laughs> and the next honorable mention is Plants vs Zombies Garden Warfare, Garden Warfare because I ain't no punk ass bitch. So on to my top ten because you ain't no punk uh, ass bitch. Right, right. Um, MLB The Show is number ten. Uh, that game always has a spot on my. Uh, list every year and this year is no exception because i spend most of the first half of the year playing it so mlb the show is my number 10 my number nine i would never have expected this to be on there but uh call of duty advanced warfare is my number nine really good. Uh, because it's really good and it looks really good yeah. uh and it's really fun so that's my number nine my number eight um, is Skylanders Trap Team. Nice. Because uh, my son and I have a blast playing it, and uh, it's uh, it's really fun. It's really it's really cool the way they do the uh, uh, the trapping of the enemies, <clears throat> and the way you can sort of swap them in and out at uh, at will. And uh, my favorite part of it, and yes, I know it's like I'm an eight year old boy, but my favorite part of it is. When uh, you can hear the guy in the trap talking from the portal. <laughs> that is fantastic. And then you move them to the game, and the sound like seamlessly transfers from the portal to the TV. Um, I think that's the coolest thing ever. And my son thinks it's really cool, too. Um, so cool. Skylanders Trap Team's my number eight. <clears throat> my number seven is NBA 2K, 2K15, uh, because after they fixed the online horribleness... Um, I spent most, probably the most time, with the exception of my number one game this year, playing that game. So uh, NBA 2K15 comes in at number seven. Uh, my number six is Destiny. And I'm not going to talk about it because I ain't no punk-ass bitch. <laughs> and everybody else talked about it already way too much. Yeah. Uh, number five was Shadow of Mordor. Probably would have been higher. On the list, if I uh, uh, if I didn't get so freaking frustrating uh, frustrated at it, and uh, how difficult it can be sometimes when you get mobbed by fifteen guys at once. Uh, but I like everybody else. Enjoyed the combat. Enjoyed the nemesis system. I think that's going to get stolen by a whole bunch of different games, um, and uh, that lands it at my number five spot. <clears throat> number four is one that I'm surprised nobody else has had yet. It might be on Ken's list. And that's Wolfenstein The New Order. Uh, which was excellent. That's a really good game. Yeah, excellent first person shooter. I forgot shooter. about it. Damn um, <laughs> excellent I, I story. <clears throat> excellent story. Um, just really good all around. I had a blast playing that game this year. Uh, that's another game that has some really good characters in it. So... Um, really enjoyed that one, so it lands at number four. Uh, number three for me um, is one that I was not expecting to be on my list at all until I played and finished it, 
and that's Assassin's Creed Rogue. Um, it was one of the best Assassin's Creed, in my opinion, at least from a story standpoint. Um, I enjoyed a lot of the supporting characters. I, I enjoyed the way the story went. It's not as... When I first saw the plot for the game, I thought, oh, wow, this is about the most obvious thing ever. And it doesn't turn out that way. It um, it's pretty. Uh, it does a pretty good job of kind of keeping you on your feet. So uh, I really, really enjoyed that game. Basically took the best parts of 3 and the best parts of 4 for me and combined them together in one experience. If I had to dig at it a little bit, um, I'd say that they didn't do a good enough job of making the side quests or the side stuff actually make much of a difference. Uh, but that would be the only dig I would have at it. Uh, my number two, <clears throat> which will get some disrespect, is Mario Kart 8, simply because it's a blast. Um, I don't really care I about the no tech. Disrespect. <laughs> uh, no, but apparently somebody already said that they think it sucks. So, oh, but they're not here. Uh, uh, <laughs> Mario, Kart, uh, Mario Kart 8, to me, is uh, fantastic just for how fun it is. Um Put all the technical stuff aside. Put anything else aside. I, it would be number two on my list just for how much of a blast it is. And then number one on my list is Dragon Age Inquisition. Um, I'll echo many of the things that Justin said and uh, just add on top of it that I'm 22 hours in and still haven't finished Act 1. <laughs> so... And the uh, it's clear, even though I haven't finished it, that it's uh, my favorite game of the year. So I find myself trying to invest time in it whenever I can, two, three hours at a time. Um, and uh, I just, I love it. I'm finally out of the hinterlands. Everyone will be excited. Oh, that took about nine good. hours, but I'm out. You made it. Yeah. And, yeah. And um, I, uh, I've been progressing quite a bit here over the last couple of days and, uh, just love that game. I think Have you got any party members yet? Oh, yeah. I got a ton okay. of them. Okay. I got party members out the ass. <laughs> I refuse to play that game if I don't have at least like a two-hour chunk. Like, I can't yeah, I know. I'm the same like way. 30 minutes. <clears throat> I'm the same way. Uh, I also refuse to play it if I can't invest my full attention on it. So Yeah. Um, that's my list. There you go. Oh, uh, disappointments nice. here. Well, you got to have a disappointment. I, I did have uh, several disappointments this year. Um, first disappointments, WWE 2K15, um, not because of the way it plays, but because they took a whole bunch of stuff out of it this year, and uh, I was disappointed in the mode selection. Uh, Titanfall was a disappointment for me yeah. this year. Uh, and then lastly, uh, I'm going to say that uh, Watch Dogs was my biggest disappointment. Because mm. um, that game, that game, yeah. Was a punk ass bitch. It was mm. a punk ass bitch. <laughs> That's all I got. What are you right. talking about? <laughs> well, I'm gonna blow your mind. Blow it. I'm gonna blow it. You want to hear my honorable? Well, listen. I, I, my disappointment of the year is clearly Lords of Shadow too, because there's nothing yes. more disappointing than that game. Oh god, that game was. Ugh. That game's so disappointing. I didn't even play it. Yeah. It's you missed nothing. And I love yeah. the first one. Love. Yeah. It was one of my favorite games from the past generation. Yep, mine too. And the second one is just awful. But anyway, the honorable mentions. These are essentially, I made a list of all the games that I could have put on my top ten. And everything I shaved off, I threw into the honorable mentions. 
That's basically what I did. And those include Far Cry 4, Super Smash Brothers, uh, Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare, Madden 15. That one really hurt. I was about to say, that's crazy. I, I put like 200 hours in that game. <laughs> <laughs> Drew, that's crazy. It, it just, I still play it. I played it yesterday. <laughs> I must been, have a good top 10. I, I've been playing it since August, nonstop. And it's in my honorable mentions. Uh, Forza Horizon 2 and Middle Earth Shadow of Mordor. Mm. Wow. Those are my honorable mentions. Very interesting. I know, right? Right? I know I know what your number one is without you. It's not a shock, Drew. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, number ten. And I put this on my list simply because we just don't get these anymore. Uh, But the Evil Within. Yeah, I just... There's something about that game. Like Justin said, there's just something about it. Um, Technically, it's, it's a travesty. Yeah. Um, there's some really frustrating parts to it. Um, some of the boss fights are, are really, really just a pain in the ass. Um, but you just don't get those games anymore. You don't get those tense, really, truly survival horror games anymore. And it, it really took me back to playing stuff like Resident Evil 4 and, you know, even the earlier games like the old Silent Hills and stuff. It just... I yeah. love the emotion that that game conveys. Uh, especially every level is, like, super different. Whether you're running into the invisible guys in like the hospital or you know the burning barn or whatever, I mean it's just so clever some of the stuff they do in that game, and that's why it's on my list. Uh, number nine is Diablo Ultimate Evil Edition because that should be on everybody's list because it ain't no punk ass bitch, Ryan. Okay, <laughs> come on. <laughs> uh, no, I've got like I've got like three almost max level characters in that game. I'm about to. I've been working on it. And it's just, to think about how much time that requires is kind of insane. Especially before they added Adventure Mode. So, because with Adventure Mode, what we do? We we pumped you like 22 levels in like an hour? I jumped like 20 (laughs) levels in an hour. I lost that damn character, by the way. How'd you lose it? Because I, I moved my save file from the one PS4 upload on the other system, and it overrid it, and I was like, oh, shit. Oh, okay, so, well, we'll have to power yeah, level you again. Yeah, exactly. You got an hour, we'll do it. Yeah, we'll do it. <laughs> uh, number eight, uh, as Wombat mentioned, I'm shocked that's not on anybody else's list, but Wolfenstein, The New Order, um, that is probably the best <clears throat> single-player-driven first-person shooter that I have played, and I couldn't tell you how long. I agree. Um, All time, and I agree too. It would have been on my list. I forgot. Damn the uh, the shooting in that game is fantastic. Um, the story in that game is incredible. Um, just I loved it from beginning to end, uh, and I want to go back and play through it again because you can do the two stories. So I yeah. want to go back and do the other one. Um, but yeah, that man, there was nothing more satisfying than towards the end of that game when you walk in with the two giant machine guns and you're just ripping people apart and, you know, chunks of the environment are flowing all over the place and it's just, that game is really good. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, number seven's Mario Kart 8 because it's fucking Mario Kart 8 and that game is, holy shit. Just, just keep playing that game. Uh, and the DLC is fantastic. Uh, the new tracks, the new levels. That game's also got some of the best music. Um, the Wario level music is fantastic. Um, but that game just plays so good. It's so much fun to play online. 
uh, with other people. Uh, number six, continue to dominate my list of Nintendo games is Hyrule Warriors. Because I, I like, maxed that game out and was about halfway through Adventure Mode when I had the travesty of my Wii U's hard drive being completely wiped. <laughs> and I started playing through it again, and I just don't care. <laughs> like, I just want to play more of it. I don't care that I had to start over. It just means I get to play more Hyrule Warriors. Which there is, you go. oh man, the game's so good. Uh, number five is Shovel Knight. Ooh. Because Shovel Knight Ooh. is, Shovel Knight is awesome. So, I think we've talked enough about Shovel Knight, but I echo pretty much everybody else's feelings on that game. And I will play it again when it launches on PS4. It's a wonderful game. Alright, Drew, you ready? Mm-hmm. Number four is Dragon Age Inquisition. <laughs> uh, love that game. I'm like 35 hours in. Um, could probably spend the next six months dabbing in that for two or three hours every now and then and still not finish it. Uh, <laughs> and I love that because I think that's a wonderful game. I think the world is fantastic. I think uh, the combat is fun as a mage for me. I didn't enjoy the combat as much for the swords. Um, but yeah, I just finally got to a point where I, you know, had some really cool story beats that I won't spoil for anybody else, but it seems like every time that I get bored of a mission in that game, then I, the next mission I do is super fantastic. And it just keeps me invested in that world, and it's gorgeous. It's really gorgeous. <clears throat> Alright, top three. Number three is Bayonetta 2. Nice. Love that game. Love, love, love that game. Again, another game that I lost my entire progress in and started it over and in one sitting made it all the way to chapter 10. (laughs) (laughs) Just because it's so much fun to play. Uh, And there's a ton of stuff to unlock, like the uh, the extra moves and the costumes and, you know, all the music tracks and all that stuff. Um, It's just really, really cool. Like, playing through the levels with the Nintendo costumes not only changes the game, like, the visual look of it, but it also changes the way you play. So, like, when you're in the Samus suit, you actually roll into a ball when you run instead of turning oh, into the cool. panther, which is just freaking awesome. Uh, and when you are in the Princess Peach costume, they drop, uh, what is it, rings instead of... Or no, when you're in the Zelda costume, it drops rupees as opposed to go. the rings. That's what it is. And I thought that was a really, really cool touch. And it drops coins when you're in the peach costume, and it actually makes the sound, which I thought was really cool. Uh, but that game is just fantastic. Number two, Sunset Overdrive. Oh, I put 40-plus hours in that game, and I'm still not even close to being done playing it. Um, I've collected almost everything in the world. Uh, I've done probably 70 to 80% of the side missions and challenges, uh, and then the DLC launches on Tuesday, and I will be jumping immediately back into that world. Um, which I have grown to absolutely adore. It's one of those games that when I'm sitting here and I've got a half hour, 45 minutes to kill, since it's digital on my Xbox One, I will just boot it and play it. And I can play for five minutes, or I can play for five hours, and I don't get tired of it. I just really, really, really enjoyed that game. Uh, number one, it's Drive Club. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> it was the weather patch. The weather patch 
Made no <laughs> fuck that game. That game was terrible. Um, South Park, Stick of Truth. Oh, it's, it shouldn't be a shock. I said that last year. <laughs> I, said I don't my know. 20, I didn't hear it last. Well, yeah, time. my I said last year my 2014 game of the year is going to be South Park, Stick of Truth. Just like I'll tell you right now, my 2015 game of the year, Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat X. <laughs> I mean, I don't even you have to think about it. You know what mine's going to be next year, too. Yeah, well, yeah, I know. The Witcher 3 comes out in March, right? Yep. Or no, it got yep. pushed to May. Oh, May. Yeah. Still be your game of the year. It doesn't matter. Yep. Uh, but yeah, South Park, The Stick of Truth uh, was probably my most anticipated game last year and the year before. <laughs> yeah, for real. I mean, <laughs> it took forever to get that damn game out. It did, but yeah. you know what? It was totally worth it. Uh, I've played through it twice with two different classes. Um, and it's just, it's one of those games that I want to do everything in, like the whole 100%ing of it. So I may play through a third time and try to do that. Just because I have so much fun in that world and I have so much fun with the stuff that they did and the writing is stellar and it's just, even the combat is fun. Like it's not like a normal turn-based RPG. You actually have to interact with it and I think that's really cool and of course, the moves that they do are just outlandish and crazy, and it's just super fun. In what other game can you cup a fart and throw it at somebody? I mean, come on. This is true. <laughs> you can also send the plagues if you play as the Jew. That's like your super move, which I thought was crazy. Oh, but there you go. That's my list. Oh, by the way, uh, I just got an email from John. I have his list if you want to hear it. Let's do it. Yeah, right. do it. Yeah. Uh, he just sent this to me. He said, uh, his disappointment of the year, Drive Club. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, his surprise of the year was Shadow of Mordor. And his honorable mentions were Call of Duty, Final Fantasy fourteen, and Wolfenstein. So, again, since he's not here, you can make fun of his list. <laughs> Number ten. The Binding of Isaac Rebirth. Oh, my God. <laughs> <sighs> I knew that was going to get some some sighs and some screams. Uh, number nine, Dragon Age Inquisition. Number eight, Shadow of Mordor. Number seven, Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare. At number six is another game nobody had on their list. Infamous Second Son. Mm. There's a reason why. Yeah, I didn't like that game yeah. very much. Uh, pretty, number, but yeah, it was pretty, but man, it was boring. It's kind of like Watch Dogs. Just I had more fun with Rise than I did too. Infamous, and people will beat the hell out of me for saying that. <laughs> well, it's a beat 'em up. Go figure. <laughs> They'll stab me with the blue button. Uh, Diablo three is number five. Uh, Child of Light is number four. Mario Kart 8 is at number 3. Well, Forza Horizon 2 at number 2. Huh. Interesting. I thought, I thought oh. that was supposed to be an amazing game, right? It is an amazing game. Yeah, it is. It is good. But nobody had it on the list. I That's had it in my game. honorable mentions. I had to cut, Drew. I had to cut. There's yeah, too many have, good Nintendo games this year. <laughs> that and yep. people like to say, there was no good games this year. Bullshit. Uh, that's all I've heard. This was the most disappointing year. You fuck you. Quit playing. They say that every <laughs> day. <laughs> they do, they do. They do. Uh, yep. Number one. Number one. Can you guess it? Destiny. Destiny. Yeah, it's always Destiny. <laughs> he's part I didn't of even the know, group. and I was just like, Destiny. Yeah, Destiny. He's, he's part of the group. He's part of the problem. It's true, he's part of the problem. 
So that's John's list. So the only person's list we have not heard at this point is Dave's, huh? Yep. That son of a bitch. All right, well, Drew, since we weren't on that show, mm-hmm. yeah. let's hear your list of games that are wrong. Okay. Well, my shit disappointment is Castlevania Lords of Shadow 2. As it should be. Yeah, oh, my God. I can't. Like, seriously, I don't have to talk about anything like on my list or anything like that. Let's talk about how shitty Lords of Shadow 2 was. How about them stealth segments? How about you are an all... You're fucking Dracula. (laughs) You don't need to stealth by anybody. Well, you know what the worst part of that decision was, mechanically? Was the fact that you couldn't use your fucking powers. Exactly. And apparently you're you're hiding from a robot. You are. It's like these robot dudes with machine guns. I'm like, fucking go over there and turn into a fucking dragon. You did that in the opening. That game, man. I'll tell you what. Like, the highlights of that game are towards the end when you go back to your castle. Like, those parts of the game are really what made the first game really good. But, man. And they fixed yeah, so many... the castle ab- stuff is good. It's just the date, the modern stuff is bad. Yeah, and it, what kills me is they fixed all the problems I had with the first one. Like, the camera issues and the combat yeah. issues and all that stuff. And then you go and you just make a horrible horribly paced game yeah it's bad it's just fucking horrible especially after that you know the crazy ending that we got at the end of Lords of Shadow 1 I was so fucking hyped you know yep and then you find out uh, I I don't think anybody cares if we spoil a game that sucks (laughs) I haven't even finished it but go ahead I don't But, but you know the fact that Alucard is in that game well, I knew he was going to be in there. But that's what I'm saying, is they brought him into that game, which they the the beginning of Lords of Shadow 2 is awesome. The whole where they're attacking your castle, the demo shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. that part had me pumped for that game, especially since, you know, like, you see the Alucard's thing. It's, there's so much good in that, and then it starts, and it sucks. It just sucks so bad. It's literally an example of a game that's brought down by some terrible level design and mechanics. Literally. Yeah. Oh, badly. Bad. And the story is... Oh, I don't even want to tell you about the ending. It's fucking all over the place. The ending is just awful. Like, it ended, and I'm just sitting there going, that, that, that? So it's not even worth playing or fighting through the game to see the story, even if you like the first one. No, go YouTube the ending, and you will see how disappointing it is. I mean, it just ends. Wow. It's And it's supposedly the DLC explains some of it, because the DLC is Alucard, but I don't have no desire to play it. Like, zero. We'll never see another one, because that... Well, they're done. Yeah, they 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 broke up, didn't they? Uh, yeah, Mercury Steam. That was their last Castlevania game. That was the end of their quote unquote trilogy because they had the the 3DS slash XBLA game in between. Which was actually pretty good. That that first game, the story (sighs) in that was so incredible, and the levels in that first one, like the set pieces, were so amazing in that first game. It was a little bit too long. It It, was, was. yeah, Yeah. but But, uh, it was so good. Fantastic game. I just they ruined it. They did. Alright, so honorable mentions. Uh Sunset Overdrive, uh Killzone Shadowfall Intercept, which nobody really mentioned, but me and Ken and Justin had a really good time with that. That was a lot of fun. I just yeah, it it, I just don't think it made would make my list. Oh yeah, yeah, I mean it's it's technically a new mode, but they yeah. did release it like standalone. Yeah, you could play it standalone. <laughs> which I, I struggled with putting first light on there because I really liked first light even though I didn't like second sun. Mm. I haven't played First Light, so well, it'll be free in January. I, yep. Mm. 
I, I hated Killzone, so not the expansion, but the rain game. Oh, I hated the main game, but Intercept is a lot of because it's a four-player co-op horde mode that has like leveling, uh, okay. a leveling system, and it's really, really addictive. Yeah, that's fun. Okay. Uh, Borderlands the pre-sequel. I did um, not play that, but like twenty minutes. Yeah, yeah, it fell flat on everything, but it still had decent loot. I tell you, if that Borderlands collection is all three games, I will play through the pre-sequel next year when it launches on Xbox One and PS4. Hmm. Along with DMC, motherfucker. That's right. Can't wait for that. Uh, Lords of the Fallen. I like that game. I, I like did that like that game. game. Um, Murdered Soul Suspect. I like that game, too. I, I like that game, too. I that beat was... that game. I, I beat that game. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, that People was... hate that game. I know. I don't understand why. I don't get it. I don't I, either. Well, I, I understand you that, You can't like, really lose. It's impossible to die. Well, I mean, you can die because the demons suck. The, demon, the demons can get you. But, I mean, as far as, like, oh, I fucked up on multiple choices, uh, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. No. It's like a Telltale game, really, in a way. Yeah. In a lot of ways. And it was really... It looked really cool. I like the effects of the ghost stuff where you can walk through walls. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, I I don't know why people shit on that game. I thought it was pretty good. You can play as a cat. Yeah, you can play as a cat. Which Possess a fucking cat. That was fucked up. <laughs> um, infamous Second Son. I did not like that game. I didn't mind it, but it was just this the worst out of all the Infamous games. I don't know. Again, I didn't like the variety was terrible. Yeah, I didn't like the story because it just felt like he when you made the bad choice, it just felt out of place. Yeah, yeah. You there was no reason for him to be a bad guy except if to be an evil motherfucker. But they didn't even portray it right. Like if you went straight bad, it just felt wrong. Yeah, I mean, like that's that was the thing that, and we even mentioned that whenever we first played it, was like you know with Cole McGrath, he had choices like, do you save your girlfriend or do you save a whole bunch of doctors? Yeah. All right, that is a decent choice of okay, you save your girlfriend. That's a selfish thing, but you love that person. This one, you turn yourself in, or you let this old defenseless old woman get the shit beat out of her. What the fuck? You, of course I'm going to turn myself in. <laughs> and That's bro- not a choice. Your brother's a douche. It, well, I did not like him at all. I didn't mind him. All he did was walk around going, you shouldn't use your powers. You shouldn't use your powers. You sh- shut up. Uh, he came through in the end. Yeah, whatever. I, th- I think I think the character that ended up in First Light was the most interesting character in that game, and she's in it for all of, what, like ten minutes? Yeah, she's not in there that much. No. And then the the kid with the video power? Yeah. He, he's in there for five seconds? Yeah. He comes back at the end. Yeah, I know. You could tell it was a launch game. You could just tell. Yeah, and they just pushed it back a few months to have a spring game. Um... Let's see here. MLB 14, the show. Hey, look at that. I haven't played a baseball game since King Griffey Jr. <laughs> and when I booted this up, I fell in love with it for about two months. I I'm played doing a, nothing, nothing but Road to the Show. I played a lot of that game. I never touched Road to the Show. I played uh, the, the, um, season. the season mode. Yeah. So I, I really liked the whole, you know, getting your character and, and working his way up to the majors and then making it to the majors and then really sucking majorly. Suck majorly. Sucking majorly in the majors. Uh, I but, feel like we haven't said major enough. But he, he, the thing is, is that after playing that, it is solidified the fact that I may probably, that may be my 
my yearly franchise that I pick up. Oh, there you go. It, it is a really good game. I mean, that, that is a fantastic game. And you know those guys are going on to make an amazing 5v2v5 shooter free-to-play game, right? Yeah. <laughs> Let's not talk about I'm that. I'm sorry. I just, it still makes me laugh. Uh, another honorable mention, Mario Golf World Tour. Really like that game. It's not a lot of 3DS going on on anybody's list. Mm, very little. Yeah. And then another, the last honorable mention is Tomb Raider Definitive Edition. I finally played that. <laughs> I like that game. I still like it, that game. It took forever for me to finally play Tomb Raider. Well, you know what? Start. You've still never finished Dragon's Dogma. I will not let that go. I, I We're waiting on Phoenix Down for that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You never finished South Park? No, oh, I'm going to do that probably in January. Yeah, you better. You'll be like, that should have been my game of the year. Mm-hmm. Wait, did you say you don't like Tomb Raider? Who? No, I... No, no. Ken. No, I love Tomb Raider. Oh, uh, okay. I must have heard wrong. No, I beat, I beat that game twice. I beat it when it came out the first time on PC, and then I played through it again on PS4. Same here, so yeah, okay. Yeah, We're good. Love that game. <laughs> I can't wait for Rise of the Tomb Raider. I, I've got both systems, so I'm not in the cold. <laughs> So, uh, my game of the year top 10. Um, number 10, Hearthstone Heroes of Warcraft. Um, I really liked that game. It was a, and it's totally free, and you can do practically everything you want to in that game without paying a single cent. I uh, know, because I never downloaded it. I, I freaking love that game. <laughs> so, it's, you know. Is your it's time not, worth nothing, Drew? Yeah. Well, then there you go. You can't do it without spending something. Time is uh, money. My uh, number nine is Far Cry 4. I, um, I've i put a good amount of time into that game. Uh, in fact, I even played some today, uh, just working my way through it. I really like it. It's, it's not as good as Far Cry 3. But I, the same, I, I wish I liked that game more than I do. It, but at the same time, I feel like I could use more Far Cry 3. I don't know. I feel like I might want to go back and play Far Cry 3. Uh, I'm waiting on the remaster today. No, Jesus. <laughs> uh, number 8 is Mario Kart 8. That's on everybody's list because it's awesome. It's fun. That's a real fun game. I um it, it to me it's difficult to shit. It's because you suck. I, I do suck at Mario Kart. Clearly. Uh, number seven is South Park: The Stick of Truth. Because you didn't beat it. Yeah. Uh, number six is Middle Earth: Shadow of Mordor. Really, really like that game. It was good. Um, number five is Dark Souls Two. Not as good as the original Dark Souls um, in retrospect, but when I first played this game, like the first, like I, said, like I mentioned on the last podcast, the, the first like 10 to 12 hours of that game, I was fucking in love with that game. You're the only person that had that game on their list, aren't you? Yes. No, Jay had it number 10, I think. I thought he hated it. No, he, he disliked it, but he said there was a, no denying the fact that it was still a good game. So he hates so many games that he has to put one that he dislikes on his top ten games of the year? Yeah. <laughs> so I don't, I don't like you, him anymore. You're going to have to ask him. I will ask he, him. I'll be like, you just don't like anything. No, he doesn't. 
It's like that thing I tweeted that one day. I'm like, you must suck to be miserable and hate everything. <laughs> like, why do you even why do you even play shit? Everything you play, you're like, oh, this sucks. This sucks too. Fuck this game. My number four is Diablo Three Ultimate Evil Edition. That game sucks. It does. Punk ass. <laughs> 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 it is punk ass bitch. Um, if there if there is anything to say, is that Blizzard knows how to make a fucking video game. It's awesome. Holy shit! I mean, especially the way they turned that game around. Because, like, like, truth be told, you know, Reaper of Souls did come out this year. Yeah, I did. Uh, and, and that's what really changed that game. You know, because, like I said on the past podcast, a year ago, Diablo 3 sucked. It really did. And they they completely changed it. And they're still improving it. I mean, they just released a, a, a new patch that added even more shit to it. Yeah, that came out like like two, three weeks ago. So, Diablo 3. My number three is a game that I put a lot of time into. In fact, I would say I put the most time into is Destiny. Um, And I got it. I I went into big detail about it on the last show. But the reason why I think Destiny is is one of the, the better games is because it rejuvenated me playing with other people. Diablo did too, but Destiny is we don't plan to to play Diablo because you don't have to. Yeah, well, <laughs> with, with Destiny, you you know we we plan. All right, we're going to do the raid tonight, you know, kind of thing. And it the the, the raid and all the coordination it takes for that it really <laughs> does make that game special. Uh, my number two. There's a game that's been on almost everybody's list, Shovel Knight. And at number two, I think. And at number two. Not for me. most people. I was number five. Yeah. Uh there Shovel Knight. Shovel Knight is an eight bit game that has a modern turn to it. Cause, you know, you, you play that game and, and it's so tight in how it plays and so well executed that there's no way in hell that game could ever run on an NES. Um, but it's God, that that game really kind of came out of nowhere for me. You know, I, I can't ask me to review it. I was like, all right, and played it, and holy shit, I beat that game in two days, and then immediately started over on New Game Plus. Yeah, it's super it's good. good. And then my number one game of the year is <laughs> Dragon Age Inquisition. What a shock! <laughs> yep. And like I said on the other podcast, the, the reason why Dragon Age is on there is not really because of Drag, Dra- Inquisition itself. It's the fact that I've built this world for the past like five years. And, and seeing what I have done coming to fruition in Inquisition is part of what really makes that game for me. So I think that the entire Dragon Age series is really what made Inquisition so special to me. And that's it. That's it? That's it. There you go. Oh! Well, I didn't think we'd have any time left, but we do. Yeah, we do. 
What do you want to do? You want to talk about Taco Bell again? I love Taco Bell. But no, I don't want to talk about Taco Bell. Uh, I'm checking to see if we have any tweets. That's what I was looking at. Okay. Uh, and we do. Awesome. We always do. No emails this year? Not this year. This year? No. Yeah. No emails we, this year, Drew. We didn't get any emails this year? Damn. I, I don't have time to look at the emails. Let's just chill out for a second. I'm trying to think of the last thing that we did last week on the tweets. Uh, there's the TV, Puzzle Quest. Uh, anything exciting from PlayStation? Puzzle, puzzle Quest. Fucking Puzzle Quest. Do we, uh, Anthony said, uh, Amen, South Park Stick of Truth and Plants vs. Zombies. Uh, picked up Wolfenstein on Amazon for 15 bucks. Yeah, we mentioned that last week. Okay. Did we take the one about the generation of fuck it, we'll patch it at launch? Uh, yeah, we did that one. Okay. Then these ones we definitely didn't do. Uh, Starbound Winter. Mookie's Groove says Starbound Winter update trailer. You guys better get on this game if you like Minecraft. Well, it just so happens I don't like Minecraft. Wow, well, that's yeah. because what? you're a communist. <laughs> because you have no soul. That's right. This is true. <laughs> We've established this before. I know. We've established that you're crazy. I have a game that I like that's like Minecraft that I do like to play, and it's called Legos. That's not a game. That's a way of life. <laughs> uh, Adam says, wow. Thanks, guys. A dingo burger. This is New Zealand, not Aussie. That's like me asking for a maple burger. Oh, yeah, that's rough. I'm sorry that we insulted you in that manner. I am, too. I still want to try a dingo burger. <laughs> I'd like a dingo burger. <laughs> Give me a dingo. He says we have kiwi burgers. Your mom's a dingo burger. Not a dingle. Well, dingle, dingo. <laughs> I think there's a big difference between a dingle and a dingo. <laughs> yeah, but dingle sounded better. <laughs> it does. We can call it a dangle burger. He says we have kiwi burgers. Basically a cheeseburger with egg and beetroot. No kiwi meat, however. Well, that's false advertising. I don't appreciate that. Egg and beetroot, huh? Yeah, that's, that's a weird combination, don't you think? I was like, kind of... They should have that at Red Robin. They probably do. That's the thing about Red Robin, is they got a little bit of everything. Uh, Anthony says, I may be in the minority, but I see the little Big Planet 3 not using the only DLC in the same site. I see the new Sims not. Does that sentence make sense to anybody else? I, I, no, I was just like, what? <laughs> Say that one more time. I may be in the minority, but I see the Little Big Planet 3 not using the only DLC in the same site. I see the new Sims not. What? Okay. Autocorrect can be a bitch. Uh, I think it continues. Everything okay. the last one did. It feels like a new platform and like they are trying to restart it and add everything back slowly. I think maybe, I think maybe he's refer- referencing how all the de- all the download content can be brought over from the prior games to the third one. But why but but what he's getting at with that I don't know. Uh he says and add everything back slowly. I just hope they don't try and charge people for all the stuff they already bought. I don't know if I explained myself. Oh wait. Is he saying that you can't use the stuff no, from can. the last game? No, you can. I think he... Okay, I th- look, I think he's saying, hey, I like how you can use all the old stuff. I'm glad they're not charging for it, but I really hope they don't start charging for it. I think that's what he's saying. Okay. I don't know anything about Little Big Planet because I stopped playing it like 
forever ago. I just don't think those games are very good. I agree. Uh, he also says, oh. looks like I kind of got my wish. I kind of wanted Christmas DLC for the story in GTA 5, but I'll take online. Which they put some, like, Jay Santa outfits. Online. Snow. Yeah, they did put snow in there. I was playing this weekend. I didn't see any fucking snow. <laughs> Which, by the way, we made a crew, and playing online GTA is pretty damn fun. But it's not on my list. Because <laughs> I ain't no punk ass bitch. That's no right. Punk ass bitch. Was GTA on anybody's list last year? Mm, yeah. yeah. It was on mine. Yeah, I was going to say last was year probably. It was my number one. Was it? It was really high up on mine. I really enjoyed GTA 5. And I enjoy the new one, but it's still just the same game. It's just really prettier. But no, yeah, I love GTA 5. I don't have anything to add to that. I'm just filling dead air. Huh. You want to talk about anything else, Drew? No, that, that's all the tweets. And that's it. I didn't send out a tweet to have people tweet us because, you know. Because you didn't think we'd have tweet time. Yeah, I thought with Jason taking 35 minutes, the rest of us only took an hour. I mean, I feel like, I don't know what happened. <laughs> thought it would take longer to name all the games of the year, but I guess nobody gives a shit. Um, well, supposedly next week... We're going to try to do the argument show. Like on Sunday? No, Drew. We'll be recording no. on Sunday since the beginning of time. I just yeah, didn't we're... know if you wanted to do it, you know, a different day. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> he was very authoritative with that. The, re- the rest of us are too busy playing a little job called being a grown-up. What's that? Hey, I'm a grown-up. <laughs> I don't want to grow up. I'm a Toys R Us kid. I'm not yeah. even a Toys R Us kid anymore. Well, whatever. So yeah, oh, I do want to go ahead. Oh, I was just say I do. I do want to say I liked how for your review for um, uh, Treasure Tro- Treasure Tracker that you that you, that you realized uh, that it is a lot longer due to the end game content. The end game content can suck my ass. <laughs> <laughs> I What's swear the to end game content. This the fucking mummies, man. <laughs> Fuck those mummies! Like seriously, they just follow you around and mimic your moves. And if you tra- if you have to backtrack, they kill you, and you got to start over. I feel like there's some other shit going on here that I don't know about. <laughs> God, because you're pretty aggressive right now. Wait, do you play it? If you play the post game content of, tr- of Captain Chode, you, you fucking be pissed too. <laughs> Captain Chode. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Like that last thing that you have to do, which is like get through fifty levels without dying. Fuck that. Fuck that. No, I will never do that. Ever. That's why it's not on my top ten list. (laughs) It probably came out too late. Hmm. Everybody get cut off. (laughs) No, we're all still here. Just ain't nobody talking because they're terrified. Shh. Because you've no been throwing can. a fit about Captain Chode. Captain Chode. You ain't no punk-ass bitch. I ain't no punk-ass <laughs> yeah, bitch. ain't no punk-ass bitch. Fuck Captain Toad. Little squirmy motherfucker can't jump. Yeah. Change it. That's the DLC. <laughs> jump. <laughs> game came out in December anyway, so it's not eligible for Game of the Year. No, right. according to Mr. Testa. 
He was so pissed about that. I still give him shit about it. I do. I mean, he gave me shit about putting Dragon Age at number one because he said it came out two weeks ago. I'm like, yeah, and it's still a good game. It came out a month ago, actually. So, here's one that nobody had on their list, and I'm so, and it doesn't surprise me because I have my own thoughts on it. Um, but uh, I know a lot of people did like it a lot, like online, which was the Alien Isolation game. I don't and know I that have, anybody else played it except for me. I, I did, and and I had problems with it. Like, oh, I had several it, problems with it. It's yeah, it. 10 hours too long. Nothing happens. Like, no. <laughs> that's my problem. Like, there ain't shit that happens. And, and of course, it ends in this, ter- in this, you know, typical, well, shit blows up and, uh, yeah, game over. Like, game over, man. Alert. Game over. It, it ain't a spoiler alert. And the thing is, is that's the thing. Like, they could have done some really cool story things or set pieces in Alien Isolation, and I don't think they did. Like, it's a cool foundation for a game, but if they make a sequel, I think they need to step it up. They need an editor to make a sequel. Like, you guys need to trim this game down by about most of it. <laughs> I mean, how and long was that game? That game's over 20 hours long. Jesus Christ. It's around, yeah, it's around at least at least 20. And and to me, it was scary like the first hour, mm-hmm. and then I was, and then I was frustrated with the with the with the stealth elements and trying to hide. And then when I got the flamethrower, I was just like, bring it. Like, <laughs> there was no scare factor for me whatsoever. No, it was after just that bore point. factor at that point. So, that game, yeah. It's just, it was a disappointment to me. But I like, I mean, don't get me wrong, it feels like you're in a freaking alien movie. They did a really good job in making you feel that, but I don't think that makes it, excuses it for the other problems. Well, they just patched it with a new easy mode. I don't care. So <laughs> it doesn't make that doesn't make the game any more interesting. Well, I think it makes it it makes it easier to swallow because the twenty hours that you spend in that game, probably fifteen of it is hiding. Hiding? Yeah, that's true. So that would probably shorten the game by about five or six hours, and that would probably true. help a little bit. It's, it's a lot of trial and error, and a lot. You know, people like say that Evil Within is trial and error. Hell no, not compared to Alien. Good no, lord. No, Alien Isolation is twenty hours of. See how far you can get before that fucker sees you. Because if he sees you, you're dead. You're dead. There's there's no option other than dying. And there's no checkpoints, right? No, there's no. save points. And you can be killed while you're saving. Yeah. And it's a long animation. <laughs> it is. So um, I, I heard something that was actually really cool about Alien Isolation. Um, to get that whole, you know, like, futuristic 1970s shit... Mm-hmm. Um, they actually recorded, you know, when, when you're in the menu, um, it looks like old, like, monitors from, like, yeah. the 70s. Yeah. And uh, what they did was they, they made the menus, then recorded them onto a VHS, and then played them back and recorded them into the game. Yeah, to make it to make, right. to make it have that, like, old VHS-like look like to quality, it. quality, yeah. That, no, yeah. And that's awesome. The, the thing about that game is, is regardless of what problems you have with it mechanically, aesthetically, that is probably one of the best looking games of the year. Yes. Oh, yes. I mean, atmosphere... And sound design is awesome, too. Yeah, the atmosphere of that game is fucking amazing. That's why, for me, it was a love-hate kind of game. I really loved it at times, but I just... Ugh. <laughs> it's got a lot of problems. Testament to my patience, and, and I'm an Alien fan and a horror fan, so... If you're not one of those and you don't have any kind of uh, patience, you will fucking probably destroy the disc, literally. Yeah, it's it's frustrating. That's for damn sure. So you guys want to talk about 
possible upcoming games you're excited for? Oh, 2015? Yeah. Mortal Kombat X? Yeah. The Witcher 3. <laughs> the Witcher 3, yeah. Blood, Bloodborne one. for me. Batman. Batman. Zelda. Like Batman. Fucking Zelda, dude. Uh, yeah. Zelda Persona 5. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> that game's coming out, ain't it? Yep. It's going to be sweet. Rise yeah. of the Tomb Raider. It's, it's now yeah. coming out for PS4 as well. What's that? Uh, Persona 5. Yeah. I, I thought that had been kind of known since the beginning. They just never said it. Yeah. You know, you just kind of expect that at this point. Hey, Street Fighter Five coming Street out? Street Fighter Five. No, it's not coming out this year. No. This upcoming year. I said 2016. No. God, yeah. that business. I, I, until Dawn for me. I'm kind of excited for Until Dawn. That's not my kind of game. I don't know what Until Dawn is. It's a David Cage horror game, except it's oh. not made by David Cage. <laughs> Oh, I was gonna say. Say it's same kind of game, you know. Point the stick this way and make a choice yeah. thing. It, yeah, I think you know, Heavy Rain's, you know, Evil or uh, Walking Dead, you know, kind of stuff. But it's like a slasher or a flick. It's got Hayden Penner in it. And everybody's excited about the order, right? Not just me, right? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I think it looks awesome. No. Grab. <laughs> I'm kidding. It looks visually, it looks stunning. Yeah, totally agree. Um, the more the more gameplay footage I see of that game, the more it's just like the game is. Uh, the game looks fantastic. It looks incredible. But when when I watch gameplay footage, it just seems like the like the gameplay just looks so average at best. So basically, it's it's like a Walking Dead game. <laughs> no, he said average, not mediocre. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> There's a fine line there, though, you know. <laughs> I gotta take my stab at the Walking Dead games. I'm sorry. I don't mind the Walking Dead games. Yeah, I don't either. Does, nobody's like mentioned said, Uncharted. That's the funny thing to me. I don't care about it. I, I love really it, don't. I, I still haven't played the third one. Comments. You can skip the third one, right? Yeah. No, don't skip the third one. It's awful. No, the first one is still awful. The first one's is bad now. The first one's really bad compared to the other two. It's like Mass Effect 1 levels of bad. I'm sure going back to it and playing it now. 3 is is disappointing in comparison to 2, but I don't think it's bad. I did not like it. I thought the shooting was awful in 3. They fixed it. No. Yeah. They tweaked it. Whatever. No, the shooting, the shooting in a Naughty Dog game is awful. Yeah, it's usually awful. I don't like. I it. can't stand it. That's why I'm not going to play Uncharted Four. What about that Halo Five? I'm kind of excited for that because that multiplayer looked kind of cool. Did you play it? No. You ch- check your messages on Xbox Live, Drew. You can probably go play it right now. Does everybody get one? Everybody in the preview program got a code. Interesting. So you should probably boot up your Xbox because you got to redeem it from your Xbox. Oh. Um, then go into your messages and see if you got an invite. Because I got one, I downloaded it, but I have, I have booted it up. I have yet to download uh, Ground Zeroes because I just got it. You son of a bitch! It's probably already downloaded. I don't. I, I can't leave mine on the automatically download thing. Why? Because of the internet issue. You should probably upgrade from AOL. Yeah. You got mail. <laughs> You're a punk ass bitch. You are a punk. <laughs> you should go check out Ground Zeroes. That, that, that you know, I'm, I'm glad somebody mentioned that game for the game of the year. I, mean, I know it's not 
technically a game, I guess. <laughs> but being it, a, yeah, but they pad it out a little bit. There's extra stuff to do. And okay, stuff. you know, I don't mind that. I don't mind the game itself or whatever you want to call it. But there's no way in shit it should have been priced what it was priced at launch. No, no. Oh, I agree. Yeah, that was a ripoff. I rented it. I I didn't. I didn't buy it. Yeah, Drew got it for six dollars, yeah, which that's is essentially what it should be. But uh, you need to see it just for the intro and the ending. I mean, yes. it's so Kojima, fantastic. and it plays. I Man, well, why do you play it? You'd be like, why hasn't Metal Gear played like this since the beginning? That isn't isn't the ending like really fucked up? It's pretty fucked up. Oh yeah, yeah it's, fucked up. it's awesomely fucked. Yeah. yeah, especially depending on the uh uh what do you call, what do you call it your interpretation yeah okay. a couple things and the the beginning really gets me excited for seeing that villain in uh in MGS five wait so yeah. so wait is MGS five supposed to be this year or next yeah. year I mean yeah twenty fifteen yeah. so I'm totally yeah I'm down for that yeah. I'm down for yeah. that. You're so down for it. You're going to join us on Phoenix Down to do all the Metal Gear games. God damn it. You reminded me of that. <laughs> Who the fuck was that? Because that sounded demonic. Like you just got uh, possessed was, or something. It, sounded, I, I did. it did sound somewhat demonic. <laughs> yeah. Metal, Metal Gear brings out the demon. In Metal there. Gear. Let's play through all four of those again. Holy shit. All five, dude. What? What's the fifth? Are we playing fucking... Peace Walker. Peace Walker? Hell yeah. I heard Peace Walker's actually uh, no, it is like it, fucking good. No, it's, yeah, well, it's I a hear, good game. Yeah, but I hear that actually that, that, that a lot of people are saying that the the Ground Zeroes is kind of like almost like the end of Peace Walker. Like it yeah. continues from Peace Walker. It does. Yeah. It's, so there you go. It's Big Boss and, and uh, Cannon. <laughs> what's his nuts? Uh, Master Miller. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kaz. Kaz. Yeah, Master Miller. Yeah. Liquid Snake. I mean, a spoiler. <laughs> this is McDonald Miller. This is McDonald Miller. Where's DARPA chief? Master. Otacon. No. Metal, Metal Gear. God, we haven't done a, a proper Metal Gear Tourette's in a long time. Yeah. Monkey in a diaper. Die. Meryl. I just like, said Meryl. 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 Is there something you like about me? Yeah, you got a nice butt. It's a nice butt. <laughs> it's actually a line in the game. It's fucking terrible. And then you always getting so patriotic. It's not about this. It's about this. Lolly Lulay Low. Nano machines. The Patriots. <laughs> Out of con. Diaper. Liquid. <laughs> Solid. Solid as spot. Vampire bitch. Bust right spot. Vampire. Punk ass bitch. Yeah. Oh, Metal Gear. Uh, I miss it. <laughs> I, I will mean, admit I, when I go ahead, go ahead. Oh, I was just say I will admit when I played when you know after playing like you know two and then three and then playing finally when four released and I'm like oh are they gonna explain all this stuff? <laughs> it's like nano machines. It's like fuck. <laughs> it's like the force <laughs> argument. Everything's nano machines. Yeah, everything was nano machines. Like fuck it. And then the scene in the. <laughs> when uh what's her name from three Eva? Yeah. Like in the or, church. Or Eva. <laughs> I don't know what her name <laughs> liquid is. Liquid is chasing or what's his name? Revolver liquid or whatever, liquid ocelot's chasing liquid in the ocelot. boat. 
And they go into that fucking like three and a half hour dialogue sequence. And then he oh, starts God. pointing his fingers at people, going <laughs> bang, 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 yeah, and bang, bang. Everything explodes. Holy shit! That just, just put that in context of how ridiculous. Kojima's fucking insane. He's nuts, man. Kojima has <laughs> lost his damn mind. Oh my god! Yeah. Like just going back and watching that, it's just oh. Metal Gear Solid Four is like the deepest of the deep end. And it's, I mean, it, it's crazy. It's stupid. It's dumb. It's so stupid. <laughs> He's like, well, got to wrap it up. There we go. Dallas, oh, wait, no, I'm coming back for more. We'll be doing some more, but it's a prequel to the sequel of the prequels. Um, to explain, just give up. Should this, this be the last one? Uh, you know what? They've been saying it's going to be the last one for how long now? I'm pretty sure he'll he'll remake basically Metal Gear with, with basically where Solid Snake kills quote unquote kills big boss uh, unless it happens in this one <laughs> but he can't in this one right this one takes place before oh that's right yeah that's right this one yeah. takes place in the 80s this is big boss this isn't solid no I got you you're talking about like a remake of the original well 4 would be where that happened because the, the remember the the graveyard the big reveal. Yeah, the big reveal that he's still alive. You but play them all again. Damn. I mean, well, I mean, they could they could probably do you know another Metal Gear that takes place in the nineties as you play as a young Solid Snake and you know him and you know, Gray Fox. You know when they when, when, when they get into it and you know they, they apparently they fight in a landmine field. Give me more pain. Hurt me more. Motherfucker, it's been ten years since I like Make me feel it. <laughs> I remember that feel punch. alive again. Oh God! <laughs> so you bad. like Castlevania, don't you? Oh, shit. You know the funny thing is, is that I, when I was a kid, I was like, whoever's doing Gray Fox's voice is the same guy that does the DARPA chief. Because holy shit, they have the same voice. <laughs> and so for a minute there, I'm like, is he going to pull some, like, it's really the DARPA chief in that suit? But it wasn't the DARPA chief. It was Decoy Octopus. I know. <laughs> he was, like, never met. His name was Decoy Octopus for the Christ. Yeah. Oh, my Decoy God. Octopus. I'll tell you, I'm telling you right now, you're going to meet Decoy Octopus in Metal Gear Solid Five. Oh, here we go. Snake, yeah. is, Snake is really Decoy Octopus. I guarantee it. You guarantee it. Mm-hmm. I don't think you can guarantee anything pouring out of Hideo Kojima's fucking brain. This think, is true. I think Decoy Octopus is going to be the actual main villain. <laughs> what? What? Why are we even discussing Everybody, Decoy Octopus? I don't know. This just turned into a Metal Gear podcast. Because he never, he never used him much in the. In he the never used series. him at all. He died. He was. He was the, yeah, he died of a heart attack. That's the only time we ever saw him. And we're having conversations about fucking Decoy Octopus. I'm just saying that everyone that, is Decoy Octopus. Hey, you know what you forgot about MGS4? The Beauty what? and the Beasts. I, yeah, I remember yeah. the Beauty and the Beasts. That was. You can take pictures of him dancing to J-pop. Yep, you can. Kojima's fucked up, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, he's he's really weird. Hey, love can blue on the battlefield. And love can blue on the battlefield. Well, how was he? What was it advertised as? Like some some other company was doing it, and it was when they first uh, had that reveal. Oh Jesus! Dude, you remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Ah, what a corny ass thing! Because it was just called the Phantom, Phantom Pain. Pain. It was made yeah. by what was the name of the studio? It had a Moby whale. Dick. Moby Dick Studio. But so what was his name? Because it was an anagram of Kojima, right? 
Yeah, it was yeah, uh, something like that. Makijo uh, or something like that. I don't remember. Joaquin, that's what it was. Yeah. J O A K I M. Why does he do this shit? Because you eat it up and we talk about it. I don't eat it up. I thought it was stupid. And everybody, when we first saw it, everybody was like, that's Metal Gear. Well, yeah, that's Metal Gear. <laughs> he wasn't fooling anybody. <laughs> I don't think he was trying to fool anybody. They had it solved in like 10 minutes. Yeah. Like the whole, the whole fact that everywhere there was a cutout and the Phantom Pain logo, uh, it fit in Metal Gear 5 perfectly. Yeah. Like they had that shit solved in five minutes. Yeah, it doesn't take long. Well, it's the same way with him and Silent Hills. Supposedly, they were expecting it to take like a month for people to to get the full ending of the oh, demo. Yeah. And then kind of out, somebody beat it in like two hours. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, well, fuck. The day of the internet, man. You can't, you can't hold back nothing. You know what? At least he does something. Yeah, he That's does true. try. I mean, you know, there's no shock anymore. Like, PT came out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah nobody see, knew what the I, fuck that was. I would rather have like announcements for games done like that because that was like whoa. Yeah, you can say what you want about Kojima, but fuck, at least he's thinking. Yeah. He, also, PT was creepy as fucking he, shit. Yeah. Hideo Kojima, he likes to think outside the box, and sometimes he likes to hide in it. You know, I was more interested. In, <laughs> I was more interested in Silent Hills until I found out it starred Norman fucking Reedus. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why he's doing that. Because, man, money. I don't know who that is. That's the dude from The Walking Dead. Boondock Saints. Boondock Saints, yeah. He's all popular they, with I the ladies. I wonder if they're going to get his uh, actual are they gonna get his actual voice or just using him for the look, Oh, though? they got to do his voice. I mean, they straight up said Norman Reedus in the, gotcha. at the end of it. Starring Norman Reedus. They said, Hideo Kojima presents. And then, you know, Del Toro. Yeah, I forget. Wait, I it makes forget. sense. It makes sense then. Lords of Shadow 1 is amazing because it had Kojima's help. Lords of Shadow 2 was not because it did not. Silent Hills has Kojima. It will be amazing. Maybe that's right? the sequel to Lords of Shadow 2. Maybe that's the secret to every great video game ever is fucking Hideo Kojima. I don't think so. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> that's Hideo just Kojima? me though. <laughs> I'm kidding. I like his games, but they really don't make any sense. Duh. And when we when we finally sit down and play Metal Gear Solid 2, I want you to explain to me what the fuck happened in that game. It's not hard to explain at this point. Mm. It's all simulation. No, I don't well, know. the second one, that, that, that's the thing about the second one. is it, Kojima's never said, but I don't know that that was actually real. The second half of the game. I mean, I understand that, but I mean, at the end where they crash into New York? Yeah, yeah like I said, I don't know that that actually well, happened. Well, actually, that sequence was supposed to be different, but there was supposed to be something more to it. But because of nine eleven, they edited they had to edit a bunch of shit out towards the end of the game yeah. because of the nature of it. So I don't, who knows? We never really heard what what all that they took out was supposed to be. But yeah, fucking fucking naked naked riding. There you go. That's all you need. That's scissors, all you need. Scissors sixty nine. That's, all, that's mm-hmm. all you need. Woo! <laughs> cool. Something something slap jaw starfish something. What was his name? Uh, Pliskin? Yeah, Snake Pliskin. Ir- Iroquois Pliskin was his name. Yeah, Iroquois Pliskin. <laughs> so stupid! 
stupid. Of course it's it is. so dumb. It's Metal Gear. <laughs> Metal Gear. He uh, said, yeah, Iroquois Plushkin. Just like so in so confidence. Yeah, and it's because it's his name. Sit back and, just sit back and think about it. I don't. I try not to. It's Metal Gear. <laughs> it's so dumb. I try not to sit back and think about anything Metal Gear because it makes my brain hurt. And Plushkin I mean, even, was the name for the dude in... The so movie. Escape from L.A. Escape yeah, from New York. Escape from New York, and because that's where he got the name for Snake was from yeah. those movies. So he thought it would be funny to call him Iroquois Pliskin, and well, you saw it too. Hardy har 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 har. And his name is actually David Hader. Well, his name is David. I don't think they've ever said his last name. I thought they. I thought that was what it was supposed to be. Was his name was David Hader? I don't know. I just know at the end of Metal Gear Solid One, depending on which ending you get. He will tell Meryl that his name is David. Yeah, but I don't think they've ever David. said his full name. And I know in uh, in the ending with Otacon, he says uh, Dave. Yeah, because of Hal and Dave. Mm-hmm. You know, from Space Two Thousand One. Except in the new game now, when they ask him his name, he's gonna be like Keither. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's what Big Boss's real name is. Yeah, it's Keith. Big Boss. That's not. Yeah, that's, that's not right. solid snake. My name's Kiefer. Kiefer Sutherland. Just because they just because I'm a new episode twenty four. Yay! That's just because they look exactly the same. Doesn't mean they're the same person. I have a feeling David Hayter is going to be in Metal Gear Solid Five. Everybody keeps thinking that. I don't know at this point if they to keep keep saying no. I don't know. We haven't seen a whole lot of Phantom Pain yet. Yeah. Troy Baker's in it. Of course he is. He's Before he makes an average. He's Revolver Ocelot. You know that, right? What? Yeah. Now he wasn't Revolver Ocelot in the no. other one. Okay. No, uh, he's uh, he it's in that trailer. At that point, they're in the trailer when they're sitting on the horses. Uh huh. That's Troy Baker. That's Ocelot. Huh. Man, and then they put him in Uncharted, and then they, he's in every. <laughs> he's in everything. Oh, he's Wait, even in, he? Yeah, he's in Uncharted. He's the yeah, he's the Drake's brother. brother. He's Drake's brother. Yeah. Did you not watch the trailer? The fifteen? No, trailer? I didn't give a fuck. Okay, yeah. At the end, he's he meets his brother, and that's yeah. They they just they they combined them now. Yeah, they, they, yeah well, they were in Shadow of Mordor together. You know that, right? Was, was he in? Mordor? Yeah, Nolan North and Troy Baker were in Shadow of Mordor. They were the two main characters. Troy Baker was what's his I know nuts? the main guy. Yeah, Kyle. and then uh, Nolan North was the the ghost. I didn't was know he? that. Good I didn't Lord. know that. Yeah. Jesus. Told you. <laughs> Can we get some new voice actors? Why? We don't need them. You didn't even know that was Nolan North, bitch. That's true, but I mean, there's a few other ones out there that are pretty good. Just like if nobody had ever told you, you wouldn't have known he was the Penguin in the Arkham games. That's true. Okay, but you're giving examples that are few and far between. <laughs> Well, he's usually all... usually you hear him very clearly. You're like, oh god. Well, yeah, because he's the Spec Ops guy. Or Nathan Drake, or <laughs> or everything. Okay, I call him the Spec Ops guy because I don't remember his name. <laughs> Damn, what was his name? In that? I don't remember his name. David. 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 <laughs> My name's Nolan. Nolan North. Yeah, we we went from David Hater to Nolan North. That's, that's fucked up. They're not the same guy. The beauty part is we killed time. It's now it's now twelve. Yeah, it so is. It's it's, it's over. Yeah, yeah. God damn it, Drew! What fucking Metal Gear shit? I can't help it. What you you said you'd do it? You kind of peer pressured me into it. Ah, come on! So you're doing it now? 
You know what I mean? Uh, you're gonna have fun. I need to. I need to. I wonder if I have that downloaded on my PS3. I I do have it downloaded on my PS3. Because I'll play the the first one on PS3, and I'll play the other ones on the HD collection on my 360, and then I'll finish off with four on the PS4 or the PS3. Yeah. <sighs> Sounds good to me. I'm actually gonna be going back and forth because Peace Walker. Well, no, Peace Walker's in the collection. Yeah, but I mean, we got to do four, then Peace Walker, right? Uh, I thought we were doing them in the order they came out. Yeah, four came out, then Peace Walker I came out. I thought Peace Walker came out before four. No. Four's kind of old at this point. Well, yeah, I know four, four's yeah. old. It's like the second or third year of the PS3's life cycle. Uh, nah, Peace Walker's the newest one. Jesus. Why don't you go play Acid? No, because that one actually sucked. <laughs> Portable Ops was pretty good, though. Hey, hey. Ken? What? You're wrong. It was not Nolan North. Was not Nolan North in what? Mordor. He's in Mordor? It's not, it's not, it's not Nolan North in Mordor. No, Nolan North is in Mordor. There are making of videos with Troy Baker and Nolan North talking about their characters. I'm just saying. It says that it, the, the, the Wraith who revived him was by Alistar Duncan. Well, I'm not, maybe he wasn't the Wraith, but I know he's in the game. Okay. I thought he was the Damn right it. Fuck, I don't know. I know he's in there <laughs> because those two were talking in an interview like, well, what was it like to work together for the first time? Well, I don't know. I took one hand, he took the other. Anyway. <laughs> 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 hey. uh, right, well, I think I'm done. Yeah, yeah, it was good. That was good times. So, yeah, uh, we'll be back to normal. Well, no, we won't be back to normal next week. Never mind. Fuck that. No, we're going to uh, be debating like a motherfucker. Uh, I don't look forward to that at all. Honestly, I think it's going to be pretty easy for Yeah, I don't think there's going to be an issue. We're just picking five games. Yeah. I don't think most people are going to argue against most of them. Maybe we should do some categories. I don't you know. Wanna, you want to come up with some categories? Dude, I got two days this week, and then the rest of it's Christmas. I mean, I'm working all next week, so I can write up some fucking categories. Okay, well, there you go. You do all that, and then we'll just come in and do whatever. Worst racing game. Drive Club? <laughs> That's a one. That's a a, a one game category. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Because the other racing games that came out this year were okay. You know, Mario Kart, Forza. Those were fine. The crew was all right. The crew was all right. The drive club. Uh, North plays the Black Hand of Sauron. Okay. Well, there you go. There you go. I knew he was in the game. It was eating at me though. Well, now you know, and knowing's half the battle. Dun, 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 dun. Alright, so next week we'll be talking more about Game of the Year. We'll pick the main for the site. Uh, Drew's apparently going to write up some categories, so... It was said on the podcast, now you're fucked if you don't do it. I'll uh, do it. Yeah. I, I've got nothing else to do. But you can follow us up on the Twitter. Uh, Ryan is at rwombold. Drew yeah. is at DML Fury. Justin, what's your new one? Justinator5000? Justinator5000. There you go. It's like Power Man 5000 or something over there. Uh, and Jason is at GamesCon. Uh, you can follow me on the side at ZTGD. Uh, Drew has his Phoenix Down at ZTGD Phoenix Down, which apparently will be Metal Gear in 2015. Yep, we're going to finish up Dragon Age and possibly move on to Eternal Darkness, and then after that it's all Metal Gear. God damn, I'm going to have to go back and play Metal Gear. Gear. Metal Gear. Yeah. Ah, God. Anyway, um, there you go. So if uh, you want to do anything, and we'll, all of these will be posted this week. 
uh, post the first episode one day, the second episode the next day, and then we will also have a post that shows everybody's picks, which I've been working on for a couple days. But that's going to be something special. No, no, it's just I'm just listing everybody's list with a screenshot in front of it of their number one game. So okay. Nothing fancy, just in case you don't want to sit through four and a half hours of podcasts. You can just read it. As God knows I don't. Yeah, nobody does. Anyway, so there you go. So, Jason, if you want to do your thing, we can get out of here. I can go make some food and watch some football because that's what <laughs> Sunday is really for. Food and football, huh? That's right. At least for another four weeks, I think. I don't know. I'm in the uh, Super Bowl with my fantasy league today, so. Oh, well, there's this week and next week, and then the playoffs are for four weeks, I think, and then the Super Bowl, so. It's almost over. Makes me sad. Jason? Jason! 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 Did he die? <laughs> I don't know. Somebody press X to Jason. What the hell? Jason! He didn't... Sorry about that. What I had the... it on mute. You son of a bitch. <laughs> da, da, da. All right, well, now do your thing so we can get out of here. All right. It goes something like this. Welcome to the N4G Podcast.